Good morning. I'm going to bring you a simple message today, a message about truth, and it's a message straight from the Holy Spirit, and I just pray that I can deliver it to you as he's delivered it to me because it is strong and it is powerful, and I believe every single word of it. As we get going, let's invite the Holy Spirit to be here with us. Father God, we come to you this morning and we we stand in awe of the creation that you've put before us to enjoy and and God, the majesty that we see in it and the truth that lies in it. The truth and fact that you created every single thing here on this earth. And the truth that you've created us and the truth that you know that we would mess up. And the truth that you knew that that could be possibly the single most influential part of a human being. Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit is here with us and here on us and that we can feel the Holy Spirit. And that he's moving in our hearts and in our minds and in our lives. And God, that we would honor that and listen to that and be vulnerable to that. Father, life's tough, and you know that. You created it. But the toughness makes us stronger if we allow it. God, bring your message. It's in your name. Amen. So I'm going to spill the beans up front. I'm going to give you the punchline to the joke before I tell you the joke. Here's what it's all about today. We need to be the person that we would follow to Christ. Hypothetically, if we were a broken, sinful people, hypothetically, who would you be drawn to? Who would you want to follow to Christ? Whose energy would you want? Maybe somebody met you where you were, and that's why you're here. Take a minute and really think about it. Who's that person? Think of a face. Think of a name. There's people like that. Maybe you're like that. But truth be told, I didn't think of myself when I asked myself that question. But I did think of several other very magnetic people that are in my life that I want to be around. They draw me in. I want to be around them because Jesus sneaks into me without me knowing it when I'm around them. So if you were like me and you didn't think of yourself, then tune in, because we're going to talk about some things today that can make you a little bit more like that person. Because it seems to me like that's our mission here, is to be the person that draws people to Christ. And if we're not doing that, then what are we doing? Here's my thoughts. Human beings need to relate in order to connect. To relate to somebody means that you have something in common. Maybe you like the same football team. Maybe you like the same foods. Maybe you fill in the blank. But what's the one thing that we all have in common? We are broken and sinful as a people. We all share that as a common thread. Everything is not okay. We struggle. We have burdens. We cry on our own because we're scared to do it in front of people. We need Jesus. That's what we share. 
Truth be told, the outside of us looks very different than the inside of us. What if your neighbor could see the inside of you? What if they could see the pain and see the struggle and see the hurt? It's funny, we don't hesitate to show off the happy parts and the good parts of our life, but we hide the parts that we deny. We want to cover up our failures as if those were the worst parts of us. So to the world, that makes us look strong, determined, and put together, which in turn makes us unapproachable. People don't want to come up to you if you seem perfect. Let me take a minute and tell you a little personal story to illustrate where I'm going. So in college, as I pursued my education degree, uh, psychology became very intriguing to me. I thought it was very cool to understand how the, the human mind worked and how that affected your life. I thought maybe that would be cool to use someday to help others out as they struggle. So fast forward to 2019. I had, uh, life got tough. Not that it was a cakewalk before, but it got a little tougher for me. I had recently resigned my teaching position to uh, join my family in their business. I wasn't really sure why. I was just kind of following God's lead, and he hadn't really let, read me in to why yet, but he would. Then it hit. The reason that God led me away from that and into my family business, it hit like a ton of bricks. Mom had cancer. It's a family business. It was real bad cancer, too. And within days, my day-to-day -day life changed dramatically. I'll try to keep the details short for time's sake. But life got hard. Dad, who was the brains and the brawn of our company and the namesake, is now occupied otherwise, as he should be. I felt the weight of the whole world. I needed help, but I resisted. I needed someone to work through the mess in my head. I needed a professional. But only weak people go to therapy. I was supposed to be the guy helping the people that needed help. Not me. I'm not weak. So I plastered on my happy face again and again. Until finally, as we all do, we reach the end of our rope. And I sought out some help. Best decision I've ever made, by the way. I needed help, and I got it. I went and saw a counselor, a therapist. They helped me take the mess out, look at it, sort it out, and reorganize it. And guess what? Wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Why did I wait so long? Since then, I've shared that. I have been seeing a counselor with some of my friends. It turns out, guess what? Some of them were too. And some of them were thinking about it. 
But nobody was talking about it. Because we were hiding behind this front that we put on. It's not real. If we're not real with people, how can we help them? My long-winded story is not to drum up any sympathy, but to demonstrate the power of relationship, the power of the truth. These friends of mine were not talking about it either, but now we are, and our relationship has grown deeper. We all had different problems and different struggles. This is just one example. But misery loves company, right? kind of stinks to have to go through something on your own because of your own stupid pride and not being willing to be vulnerable. And maybe, just maybe, somebody else will benefit more than you do from your struggles. So what did I learn from this? I learned that truth be told, the truth is rarely told. All the time we were struggling alone. It's funny, Jesus chose the people he did to tell his story. He chose relatable people. He didn't choose perfect people. He chose approachable people to carry his message to the world. They were approachable because they had a story. He chose us. I'm not saying to go make more dirty laundry, but I am saying to let people see the dirty laundry that you've already got. We all have that dirty laundry in common. So here's the next step, I think. Once you have these people in your life because you opened up, you let them see what's real, you knock down the facade of the fake person that you want to be, and you let them see the person that you really are, they're going to want in your life. Nobody wants to try to compare themselves to perfection. They want to try to compare themselves to someone else that's messed up too. So those people are going to start coming in. They're going to want to talk to you. They're going to want to be part of your life. And that's what Jesus did with the people that he chose. They're going to start seeing Jesus in you. And you need to start letting them see what Jesus did with your dirty laundry. The Bible tells us in Psalms 119 that we are to hide his word in our heart so, we, so that we don't sin against him. So if the word is in our heart, and you're being open in your relationship, then what else is going to spill out with your dirty laundry? God's Word. As these people see the bad parts of you and the parts that you're ashamed of and the parts that you struggle with, they're also going to see God. They're going to see Jesus standing there with you, walking you through it. And if you hide that from them, they don't get to see that. This is where digging into the Bible comes in for you. It is up to you to ingest the Word before it can be housed inside of you. Can you fill your stomach when you're hungry without first eating? No. Simple question. The same goes for your spiritual hunger. So you have to feed yourself so that that can be housed inside of you. Transparent relationship is always the most effective way of leading people to Christ. I'm going to tell you, heaven's population will increase when we start inviting people into our lives and stop inviting them to church. 1 Corinthians 3 tells us that we are to have milk 
before we are ready for meat. I'm not suggesting that we don't offer milk at church, but I am suggesting that a newborn baby drinks its mother's milk for a long time before it goes to school. We need to nurture our relationships in order to grow our church. The coming to church part will happen as a side effect of healthy, true relationship. By the way, how many people did Jesus invite to church? Maybe look that up this week. People are not drawn to perfection, they are drawn to truth. Jesus said in John 14 and 6, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Thank you. No one can come to the Father except through me. He also said in Mark 16, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone, everywhere. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, and anyone who refuses will be condemned. Jesus put it on us to spread the truth to all of the world. We need to leave our perfect religion behind, and we need to put on our true self for others to see. The broken, dirty self that we hide and refuse to acknowledge. Nobody wants our religion. They don't. But they are starving for the truth. They are starving for Jesus. I have never seen our world as primed as it is right now. People are looking for the truth, for something good. 2020 has been a gut punch for most of us. Will you let the world see your truth in 21? See the truth? Truth be told, the truth needs to be told. If you're starving for the truth and need help figuring out how to show your truth, we are here to help you. You can come see one of our shepherds, myself, or maybe even better yet, your neighbor. Talk it out. Be real. Let them see you. Holy Spirit gave me that message. And it's short, but it is stout. If you need us, come see us. Grace and peace, family.